Hello and welcome back to Real Horror Show. This is your host, Samantha, joined as always by the Stormy Skies. Hello, listeners. Listen, this year we're probably going to be a little sporadic occasionally. Yes, because someone, someone (laughs) has to get her PhD. Yeah, well, also someone is getting married, so that's going to be ramping up here soon, too. So we just have lives too yeah 99 days oh that's crazy you guys it's gonna be a real horror show wedding part two another one another one yeah now we'll both be married people that's so cool because you got married like right after we started the podcast i know right it's not crazy that's so crazy um like oh my god that's so crazy well that's an easy segue speaking of weddings Uh, yeah, speaking of weddings, how about, you know, the most exciting part for a wedding for me, Sam, is getting the invitation. Oh, <laughs> that's right. The Invitation is a 2022 American horror thriller film, not to be confused with the other invitation, which is about a scary dinner party, uh, directed by <laughs> Jessica M. Thompson and written by Blair Butler. The film stars Natalie Emanuel and Thomas Doherty. Inspired by the novel Dracula by Bram Stoker, the film follows a young woman following her mother's death, uh, meets a long lost family members for the first time, only to discover the dark secrets they carry with them. This was produced by Sam Raimi as well. Ooh, you know what? You can tell because sometimes there's like funny jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. This is and, Sam Raimi um, jokes. <laughs> I watched this movie last week. So yeah, I might too. I might be a little hazy on the details, but I liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. I did I liked it a lot myself. Um I watched it last. I think I watched it on Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, right at the beginning of the week. And I was like, I was having a lot of fun watching mm-hmm. it. So that was cool. No, I wish I had seen it in theaters, but I didn't. And I think I went into this a bit on the mini show. Yeah. And a lot of people on the TikTok agree <laughs> that the reason this movie didn't do well is that the advertising was directed towards fans of the movie Ready or Not, which is a mistake because I <laughs> thought it was just going to be kind of a lesser version of that like this movie was successful and that happens a lot like with armageddon and deep impact two movie studios have the same idea and they rush to get it out yeah Um, only the invitation came out two years later two and a half years later i don't know life's time's a blur (laughs) yes it is a blur (laughs) and there's so many movies that i'm like oh it's like an avalanche of movies i'm overwhelmed all the time (laughs) this movie is nothing like ready or not which is kind of an action horror uh really fun movie this is definitely like for the gothic romantic girls it's super i have not seen yet the other one but this is like even without seeing it i i know it's not the same type of thing at all Mm -hmm. like they should have advertised this to the twilight fans yeah just like i don't know why they they should have like went all in to say like this is not a wedding movie it's a vampire movie i think i think mainstream studios yeah 10 years later are still they're still scared of using (laughs) vampires in their advertising because of how huge twilight was (laughs) it was just so big that people just they're just scared you're right Because even in, like, the YA fiction genre, (laughs) like, when Twilight was at its peak, I remember Barnes & Noble very specifically had uh, teen 
YA fiction section and then supernatural teen YA fiction because the impact of Twilight was so fucking big. So big. And now that the Twilight, I mean, Twilight is currently in a renaissance, which is why I think if they had advertised this movie to the Twilight fandom, it would have done amazing. Yeah, flocked to theaters, seriously. But, like, it's so hard to find, like, supernatural young adult vampire novels and authors will say i'm interested in writing this but i'm scared of the twilight comparisons <laughs> yeah yeah um and it's funny that you say that regarding comparisons because i think honestly that uh th- it, this movie did well to kind of avoid mm-hmm. those comparisons a lot so yeah, yeah. it was a very traditional oh, vampire it was very story. traditional i love i love that that was very, it's been a while since I've watched a new vampire movie, so it's very refreshing. I mean, we are watching, like, the vampire show, but, like, that gets, like, you kind of forget they're vampires after a while. It's just, yeah. like, people. <laughs> they forget they're vampires after a they, while. They do. They haven't eaten anybody. So. Yeah. Let's, um, yeah, let's go. Let's but, yeah, let's, let's <laughs> go ahead and break this down into acting. Uh, it stars Natalie Emanuel as uh, Evie. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yes. Evie. Yep. For some reason, I was thinking it was Alex, but it is a it's a shorter <laughs> name. It's a it's a longer name made a shorter name. Evelyn yeah. Evie Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts. Um, it stars her. I will start mm-hmm. going into the plot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought she was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I like her a lot. Yeah, I, I only I only ever saw her in Game of Thrones. And um, that's where I recognize her. Yeah. She was um, she she's was um, what's the, her face? She's like the handmaiden of mm-hmm. uh the uh, um, Daenerys. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. her, and got her head cut off. <laughs> she was like naked too at one point in the show. Um, mm-hmm. and I always remember that. I was like, oh yeah, she she like already got naked, so like she's a very brave actress, and she like does mm-hmm. not give a fuck. But yeah, she I had know. that um sex scene with the the guy with no pee pee and eunuch. <laughs> no pp or no balls i don't know both i don't know um yes gray worm so anyway uh is she british she has to be british she has to be if if she was casting game of thrones that's a predominantly british cast yeah they i love when they do so well at suppressing their accent so she is like times two phenomenal Mm -hmm. um and it was so cool to see her like completely in a different role. And yeah. she's really funny and and fun and and she, like very uh like she had like jokes that were very like new and fresh and mm-hmm. it, it was pretty cool. I thought she was a very realistic character. Yeah, that's very really realistic. Yeah. I liked the setup. Um it didn't feel too ham fisted that um, you know, she's sad, she wants to do this thing because she recently experienced a tragedy because mm-hmm. we didn't it wasn't like hammered into us like a lot of other movies yeah <laughs> do to make us feel bad for the characters yeah yeah um we just get the hint that her mother recently passed away so she's feeling particularly lonely without mm-hmm. any other family members so she does this dna test that she got for free after catering at an event yeah and that connects her with her white side of the family the british side of the family yeah her cousin mm-hmm. um and before we get too far into england i really liked her best friend too oh yeah and me too i liked how the best friend was a character throughout the movie even though she wasn't physically always in the movie 
Yeah, like through phone calls and texting yeah. and things like that. She always had like her BFF. So. And I think I think that really helped add to the realisticness of this character is yes. she's calling her best friend to keep updating her on everything. Right. And also the texting. So I'm glad they actually incorporated that. I feel like that could be left out a lot when we're talking supernatural movies. But like mm-hmm. she was able to have this very modern like connection throughout the movie via like the technology. And so yeah. I, I thought it was really refreshing. And then we find out at the end just how ride or die her best friend is. Yeah. <laughs> I loved. I know. That was awesome. Um, so she, um, the other main character is the Lord of the Manor hosting the wedding um, for her family, her estranged family. So yeah. she's like, let's go because my cousin who I just met is paying for this trip. And right. she meets the super hot Lord after the butler is very rude to her thinking she's one of the maids uh the butler has been in a lot of stuff lately he plays alfred in the show gotham where batman's just a kid Ooh, and so he's like coming up this guy's yeah. getting, he's in like the new season of you i know you haven't watched it yet sam but you'll see him as a character okay. in that as well yeah i will finally watch the new season of you March next wood. next week next week next is when weekend. the second half comes out yeah 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 and uh, they've already spoiled because I think uh, part one wasn't doing as well as they wanted to. Uh, they've spoiled that love is returning in some way. Yeah, she was in the uh, like, uh, you know how like at the end of the thing, they'll do like a coming up soon thing. Mm-hmm. There is like a flash of her in that. So I was like, oh, I guess love's not dead. Ha ha, we all knew that. Ha ha ha. So she's either a hallucination <laughs> or I've theorized since the end of last season, she didn't die because we never actually saw her corpse that's what i'm thinking too it's quite i'm sure that's exactly i'm sure we're right too about that she's not dead usually when they want to solidify that someone is dead they'll show the body or like what they did with beck when they showed them finding the body behind her therapist's house yeah Yeah. (laughs) i have to like i forget the last (laughs) yeah the last thing we saw of love was her passed out on the kitchen floor from whatever poison she had but other people online have pointed out that if she's been using this for so long don't we think she would also have an antidote for herself like in her pocket yeah but what about an antidote for like a house fire i don't know (laughs) but (laughs) But seriously seriously uh she's definitely not dead (laughs) obviously why the fuck would we have a new season this is all so stupid and silly this dumb shit where he's in like london Mm-hmm. or whatever but uh i just can't wait for you to watch it sam so we can like really get into it shit on that <laughs> yeah. yeah i've heard not a lot of positive positive things about this new season they're just being some silly gooses but you'll see you'll you'll understand <laughs> when you see the first it's, it's still entertaining of course to watch but it's it's like hard to not watch it's very mm-hmm. like hypnotic in a bad way but whatever <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of you, listeners are wondering about the other characters. The, the Wait, Lord? The Lord, I really thought that that was like her cousin for a second, too. Mm-hmm. I thought they were all family, and I was like, isn't that her cousin, too? But yeah, but not. she, she clarified that it is not her cousin before she pursued him. <laughs> yeah, she really was like, I'm not really doing right. I was like, that's actually Which, hilarious. I mean, that's in like, English nobility, that's not, you know. They're all related, ne- dude. That's yeah. not necessarily frowned upon. But uh, yeah. he, he was extremely charming. 
I liked him a lot. Dude, I really thought he was super attractive. I don't know why it came out of nowhere. But like the more I saw him, I was like, I actually think he looks really good. And I think he was just like so charming. And he really did a good job being what a male vampire is supposed to be when he's trying to lure in his new mate. Spoiler spoiler alert, he's the vampire. (laughs) This whole time, I really didn't know it was like a Dracula thing. Mm -hmm. but uh yeah we'll get into that too like all (laughs) just also fine with me i don't care like the build-up was so good um the other two prominent players i would say are the maids of honor for the wedding yeah who are um kind of mysterious one is a dark tall um mysterious woman she's a mr robot I never watch Mr. Robot. Ah, damn. She's I like, know. uh, she's not Swedish. She's some, but she can speak, uh, Swedish. Um, mm-hmm. and she's like multilingual or whatever, dual bilingual. Yes, bilingual. But she's like, she looks interesting in this movie, but like, she's very, very, very pretty mm-hmm. in Mr. Robot. I thought Robot. she was very pretty. She's, yeah. Um, and then she's very she's, intimidating looking yeah intimidating that's the word (laughs) i was looking for um and then the other maid of honor is small and bubbly and blonde (laughs) yeah so very good very good dueling personalities there with the other brides of um not dracula she's danish she's a danish actress but yeah the other girls very very cute um were there other players i guess there were the maids who all because serve to die yeah and then like the the butler yeah i think that covers it all it's basically every yeah that's basically it so yeah (laughs) story-wise um evie is sad and lonely she has no family so she decides to take a dna test to see if there's anyone else out there she finds out she's from this prestigious family in england and um her, her lineage is actually part of the family drama as um i guess her great grandmother had an affair with a black footman so um that's why she's biracial um and does that baby- mean that all these people are like her step cousins or something or like half cousins like half cousins okay cool so not fully related but it's still related um, it's yes. it's super exciting for the family to find a long lost cousin particularly a they female cousin yeah they are super stoked so stoked that her cousin pays for her flight to england to attend a wedding wedding. and she gets to the manor where she meets the jackass butler and where she meets the super charming lord of the manor yes i forget his name again too um probably john uh, (laughs) uh, deville he's only he's walter it's waltz oh Walter, Walter Deville. Walter. See on on his Wikipedia, his the actor's name is Tom. Yeah, the um Wikipedia credits him as Deville, which is the other name for Dracula. So I guess he is actually supposed to be Dracula. He's twenty seven. Oh, that's so young. I would have thought he was in his thirties. Yeah, he's twenty seven and he's Scottish. He's got an older face. I know. Oh, I forgot the other major player, the personal maid to Evie. The sweet old lady. The old lady, I forgot about her. Oops. Yeah. (laughs) Who is apprehensive about everything going on in the castle, and she's doing her best to protect the lady and make sure she understands the rules. 
of the house. They probably made um, him look older because he's a vampire. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so um, Evie notices there are some unsettling things about the manor. Um, but she's distracted by how hot the Lord is. Uh, he gives her a beautiful dress to wear to the evening's dance where they, he, as the Lord asks her to do the first dance with him. And that's where she meets the maids of honor who are like mm-hmm. both apprehensive to meet her and excited to meet her. Mm-hmm. But, and this is where we, the audience notice shit is weird because we know that we see the maids of honor the bride and the groom haven't shown up yet yeah and Evie's like where are the bride and groom and there's like ha 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 I don't know let's just go get out of here yeah so she yeah. goes to the library flirts with the lord they make out yeah um, meanwhile <laughs> fireworks happen for real there's like fireworks outside yeah and then she has a scary moment in <laughs> her bedroom where a vampire not a vampire but a shadow monster maybe a vampire um spooks her the lord conveniently hears her screams and he's like "Ooh, would you like me to lay in bed with you until you fall asleep to comfort you and she's like yeah and i'm just like what the and he and he he's wearing a slutty little uh wife beater i'm sorry i know we're canceling the term wife beater but ribbed tank top just doesn't a man's tank top yeah a slutty little man's tank top with the rib yeah with the ribs yeah <laughs> uh, why is it called that a wife beater um yeah. for very problematic reasons and that's why we're canceling the term <laughs> just wife um, beaters wear the tank top because they're sweaty <laughs> yeah it was commonly associated with like lower class people and i think italians who <laughs> would beat their wives so that's why why we call it a wife beater and i'm so sorry we've just we've just accepted this term in our vernacular listen the the men the man's tank top is what i i will always call it a man's tank little tank top (laughs) tankini uh so anyway the next morning the maids of honor come and say we're having a spa day don't bring your cell phone and they're getting their nails done uh talking about like the family history and stuff and victoria the sultry older white uh bridesmaid yeah um, is naked and the Mm -hmm. manicurist nicks a cuticle and wait okay yeah she's naked sam but she's swimming in a pool you guys she's not just standing standing there (laughs) well not yet but once the (laughs) cuticle is nicked she oh, yeah. is then she, standing there naked and licks the blood bleeding. off the finger. Yeah, she really does come up to her like all naked. But yeah. we don't but there is no nudity in the movie, you guys. It's it's all um you know you know yeah, it's like alluded to that she's naked, yeah. but then she like licks her finger and she's like, "Ew, that's disgusting, you fucking freak." She yeah. runs the ones away. A very appropriate reaction. <laughs> I agree. Uh, she's upset, wants to leave because naturally that freaked her out. But Walter convinces her to stay and they bang. Yeah, they really do. And I'm just like, girl, you've known him for like one day. <laughs> yeah, but he's super sexy. But I guess sexy. it's whatever. Yeah, it's, it's super sexy. <laughs> um, they talk more about it's the night of the rehearsal dinner. And she's like, I can't wait to meet the bride and groom. And he's like, yeah, why don't we also get married? Have a double wedding because this connection is just so real between the two of us. And she says yes, like, but she yeah, but she 
iterates, I'm joking. You're aware I'm joking, right? But he's like, ha, ha, ha. bye. <laughs> and she goes yeah. down to dinner in like the most beautiful fucking gown. Mm. This yeah, the gorgeous, red dress. Oh. Yeah, gorgeous blood red dress. With beautiful feathers. That's yeah. really beautiful and she looks great. Um, like, she wow. sits, she joins um, him for dinner. He announces that they're getting married um, because uh, yeah, he's getting <laughs> married because these three families have given him two previous brides um, from two of the other families have given him to um, the first two brides. And this is when we're finding out that they're vampires because a few minutes earlier, they just killed a maid in front of her. Yes. That's, that's kind of important is they slit a maid's throat. Yes, they did. And now they're draining her blood into like a big goblet. Yeah. And he's explaining all the lore of the family and how the Alexanders, I think that's the family. Yeah. Name. Yes. Alexander. The Alexanders yeah. hadn't been able to give him a bride because her great, great, grand, her great grandmother uh, was the was, bride. Was the bride. And she, who she had an affair, had another baby and then killed herself yeah because she didn't want to be his wife she didn't want to be made a vampire well was she already a vampire i don't think so because she just kind of hung herself it was like the night of their wedding that she oh so it so it was really like that long ago okay i wasn't sure if she had already been a vampire for a long time and then wanted to die or it was really long ago okay yeah because at the beginning of the movie we see that happen she says it ends here yes um and she's in her wedding dress, so she is okay. That makes sense. It yeah. was just, yeah. And um, I got I got a little confused. <laughs> uh, so she tries. She's taken down to the dungeon where the her future sister wives are telling her, <laughs> "No, it's fine. It's not all that bad. You can still go out in the sunlight." Um, this part's very awkward. I yeah. thought the scene was very awkward. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure anyone who's about to get sister wives would feel it's a very awkward moment where they're convincing you, no, this is a really good thing that's about to happen to you. I thought it was weird that they put her in like the coffin. Oh um, yeah, overnight. Well, that's, that's just a little vampire humor. I guess so. Yeah, but yeah, I guess because they still have to do the wedding the next day. So I guess yeah. I, I just and was they, also more confused. Yeah, they don't want to, her to escape, but the little yeah. old lady, her her maid. Um, comes out and says your great-grandmother was one of my best friends and I don't she didn't want this and she wouldn't want it for you either and she helps her escape Um, unfortunately that does get the little old lady murdered yeah but she said that's okay I'm ready to die yeah she knew the risk yeah she did it is vampire well actually not everyone is a vampire but like vampires are like pretty powerful so they're after her yeah everybody's super chill about it um, <laughs> yeah, they were, they yeah were she made she makes it to the village um a couple seemingly tries to help her gives her a cup of tea um say they're gonna call someone plot twist they're calling the vampires because everybody in the village is aware of the vampires and they probably reap some benefits from the vampires ruling over them well, plot twist also they're the harkers <laughs> like mina harker and jonathan harker from dracula so Ooh. i was like oh is this like a thing i thought it was like a thing that they just did for fun because it was vampires but then like later i discovered that yeah. it was on purpose oh my god this is such a good vampire movie i know yeah it just like start all the twists and turns just like 
There were so boom, many, boom, boom. Yeah. There were so many good little nods. I know. Um, so <laughs> she's taken, cool. she's taken back to the castle and the wedding commences um in the dungeon. Uh Victoria <laughs> in the dungeon, Victoria let it slip that when she when she consumes his blood, she'll green, gain the strength of 500 men. So she consumes his blood. Yeah, and that's when she powerful. which makes her super powerful. So she's able to make her escape again where she and she fights Victoria and then um the other one, she, the little bubbly one. She comes name. Yeah, she comes and helps Evie because she's also just tired of the shit, you can tell. Yeah. Um, she's <laughs> over it. And she stakes Victoria as well as suicide stakes herself. Yeah, on like a metal thing, which is pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, Evie like tears shit up in the other room and everyone gets scared and runs away and she sets fire to the dungeon and mm-hmm. all this cool shit because she's got the strength of 500 vampire men or whatever and yeah it's very cool and and they then do, she does stake oh we do discover that the dude is dracula that that's yeah. his name he just he discusses where he's from and once he said he was from Milwaukee, i was like oh my god that's dracula so yeah on wikipedia him, he's yeah. credited not as walter but as deville which is another name for count dracula devil yeah devil <laughs> <laughs> But it's spelled Deville, like yeah. D-E space V-I. Like Cruella Deville. Yeah. yeah. But, um, <gasps> right? And like, so he, um, he's Dracula, but then they do stake him and she thinks he's dead. But the girl, the other brides say like, that was just a flesh wound. He's not dead yet because he's so powerful. So then they have their, their face off. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, what, ha- what what happens then do you have <laughs> uh she how, how does she get him she breaks free uh of his wrist severing his wrist with a cut wire and kicks him into the flames as he burns alive she loses oh, her powers due to his death yes, and reverts yes. into a human form evie escapes the manor as it's engulfed in flames you know what all that was actually a very very clever way to do stuff because i feel like in other vampire movies people try to um get rid of like kill a vampire but then like they they're sacrificing themselves because they're a vampire now but she got lucky because that was like the one loophole moment where she could she got it she got his arm with the grot and caught fire that's the only way to kill a vampire he was already weak and then luckily for her since he's her maker he she he didn't consume her blood so she just went back to being a human so like it was a great process mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very very well very thought smart. through oh yeah that was a good one if only the vampires in um the originals would think this way to kill klaus <laughs> oh i can't wait to tell you how bored i am right now in season four <laughs> oh no, i need three if you thought season need... three was boring dude season four is really boring uh i'm sorry Uh, it just really is (laughs) can't help it uh so anyway it doesn't end there two weeks later we see evie and her best friend um tracking down oliver the cousin that brought her to england in the first place he's getting ready to flee after everything and they're like all right let's go beat the shit out of him yeah he was trying to tell some people on the phone that she's like still alive and like they gotta go look for her and all that stuff but not on their watch we, we see him go into his office building 
and then they go in after him and Evie, uh, not Evie, her best friend Grace has a baseball She's bat a ready, baseball to, <laughs> ready to beat on him. Yeah. <laughs> Kill so him. That, that's the plot. I really like it and it was going good. into it more realizing how much detail, how much thought they put into this Dracula story. It's not just a vampire story. It is a Dracula, it's Dracula. story. It's so three good. Rides. Yeah. And it's a really nice twist because you know Dracula always has three brides yeah I really like the idea of the third bride fighting back and not wanting to join him right I also like the fact that they kind of like moved him to a different place he's not in Mm -hmm. Transylvania he's in a beautiful mansion in like England and um, he's modern man and stuff so which I won't say is necessarily canonical to bram stoker's yeah but it is canonical to at least in castlevania the video game series and Mm -hmm. um netflix show that when he's not in valakia he Uh does have a a home in england he hides in oh cool of course he would have multiple estates yeah (laughs) and that's where it where the netflix series ends is him um coming back to life and seeking refuge at his second home in England. Oh, okay. So that that is kind of canonical to just growing Dracula lore. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Castlevania series is pretty faithful to Dracula lore. Is it, like, it's animated, right? Yeah. Fuck. Or do you think they'll ever just, do, like, live action? Just, what? Sam? You think they'll ever do live action? No, just watch the animated Sam, show. Just uh, watch the animated show. I feel like a baby Goo Goo Gaga. Watch the How are you going to feel like a baby Goo Goo Gaga? <laughs> it is so violent. It is one of the most violent shows you will ever watch. It's not right. Yeah, I just don't know. Stop Sam. being a Goo Goo Gaga baby and watch the animated show. <laughs> okay. Dude, maybe we should do that after we finish the legacies, dude. Keep Ooh. the vampire shit going. Yeah, maybe we should. Listen, that's the only way I will watch it, Sam. So you know that to be true. Yeah. Okay. Fine, we'll watch it after the legacy. Fine, deal. Deal. Anyway. <laughs> and we're wanting to rewatch it anyway. Yeah, good. Well, perfect. So anyway, um, and also regarding Dracula, it's really it like think back when the last time I've seen a movie about Dracula, it was Dracula with the Gary Oldman and stuff, you know, or oh. Van Helsing with the Dracula oh, guy. So Van that's Helsing. like how long it's been before someone infused that. But like, guys, let's keep it going. Like it's it's never going to get boring. You could like change it up. So it, it was fresh and new and it worked out. You don't have to do Twilight vampires. You can do Dracula mm-hmm. again if you want to, if you need help. Everyone fucking loves Dracula. Everybody loves Dracula. If he's super hot, that's great. Nobody will be bored. Okay. Never. It's it's a vampire. He's very sexy and seductive. They drank blood. It was just great. Mm-hmm. That's fine by me. So <laughs> great. Uh so is that the whole plot? So moving yeah. on to production. How did uh, you I thought like this movie that? looked gorgeous? It looked- good yeah Uh, the director jessica thompson did an amazing job creating an eerie gothic atmosphere that's also a woman director how cool and it was also very romantic it was actually which i think is a very forgotten part of gothic aesthetic is the romanticism of it yeah and also like vampires are very romantic 
mm-hmm. everyone just thinks they're just scary monsters but like no yeah like going into stuff. some Anne Rice vampire lore like her vampires I think she Irresistible. said <laughs> yeah I think she said that she views her vampires as kind of asexual but also open to anything they're more interested in like the intimacy not necessarily the sex so they're always presented as very romantic creatures oh yeah like the whole castlevania lore begins with dracula falling in love with a human woman oh yes that's really romantic but that's just like dracula Yeah. yeah and he wants to make her his vampire bride forever yeah because they live forever sweet yeah which is also very romantic because you can live with your loved one forever i mean geez which speaking of living forever every time i i continue to learn more about stephanie meyer's thought process with the twilight vampires and that just seems like an absolutely miserable existence miserable because you know (laughs) with the vampire diaries the vampires can still enjoy alcohol they still sleep they still enjoy food do yeah they like do all it's like they're like humans too still (laughs) yeah they're not made of stone practically (laughs) so they're able to plow when they want meanwhile the twilight vampires they can eat but it doesn't taste good so they don't like it they don't sleep they don't breathe like it just sounds it sounds miserable it does they're like nothing tastes good but like if i smell blood i become like a coke fiend yeah it's like like it's crazy that twilight is a super famous romance series yet they are the least romantic vampires in the vampire they're just they're canon. just so miserable yeah and like annoyed and tired yeah <laughs> they're just and tired i i found out that apparently hair doesn't grow back like vampire mm. hair doesn't grow back in the twilight universe really? so yeah one of the twilight um I'll call her a historian. I don't know if she wants to be referred to as a Twilight historian. Her theory is that the Cullens just said fuck it and shaved their heads and they just all wear wigs. (laughs) Which is why their hairs change throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) But anyway, um, this movie was absolutely gorgeous. They did a great job with an eerie setting, with the music, the color scheme yeah um they were able to do the lightness and then move quickly into the darkness Mm -hmm. whenever it was time for them to have their rehearsal dinner because like it went from like beautiful and like upbeat and modern and then whenever it was time for the rehearsal dinner the um the like dining table had like all those like muted dark like colors that looked almost dingy and like creepy you know what I mean? And so that was a really interesting turn when they had the creepy shadow creature. That was also very interesting and well done um, because where it popped up, they they made like the creepy library creepy. Like the manor was modern, but also it had the creepy aspects of like being a really, really old place, ancient place. So they did well with that balance of that. Mm-hmm. And like just the juxtaposition like we get the scares pretty early in the movie like it starts getting hinted at like within 10 minutes of her getting to England with the first sacrifice of the maid like that scene juxtaposed to um 
not the rehearsal dinner, but the night before the mm-hmm. little dance yeah. and how warm and romantic that dance felt versus how cold and scary the killing scenes were. I really thought that it was, they were doing like sacrifices or something because mm-hmm. I like didn't put two and two together for the longest time about the vampires because you really mm-hmm. don't know what's up, but you know something is off. Oh, and then just the super yeah. small details with like the vampires disregard to human life, how the maids are numbered. Yeah. And they don't take the time to learn their names. They just refer to them by the number on their collars. Yeah. Like that is such a good little detail. Yeah. Cause they're just some food. Yeah. At the end I, of the day. I really like this movie. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. And just I, enough blood. <laughs> I wish it had done better and I'm part of the problem and I'm sorry. I wish that it was longer a little mm-hmm. bit, honestly, because that would have been cool. Yeah. Cool to have a little bit more stuff going on. But um, but yeah, d- despite the fact that it was it was like a quick movie, it, it was really good from start to finish. I mean, I, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know I, I really like I, I think I knew it was vampires. But as we're watching, it, I was like, is, is it haunted? Is the house haunted? Is there a demon? Like, what's going mm-hmm. on? Is it a cult? But I was like, oh, shit, it's Dracula, in fact. <laughs> so that was really cool, too. It was a great yeah. surprise. I like how this was a fairly traditional vampire movie with a twist where instead of getting a Van Helsing type character, it's the final uh, my voice cracked the <laughs> the, the final bride final fighting bride. back yeah um resisting his urge i liked how real the character felt i like how she had a best friend who she didn't just drop the second she got to england she was calling her every night right um and you know if she stopped calling her best friend she, the best friend would have gotten on a plane in a heartbeat right or like i was actually half expecting like the police to be somewhere mm-hmm. after she like didn't answer for like the night or something yeah. you know i was like uh she's going to call the cops um which is fine but um yeah i thought it was very well done it was a very fun movie and uh it's really worth a watch you guys it's on netflix if you love vampires it, it's a nice one it's a nice mm-hmm. little gem it is um so it yeah i'll give theaters. it a huh it was in theaters you said yeah i think it was in oh, theaters man. in december oh wow okay yeah nice so uh i give it an oh yeah that fucked me up yeah, same. I had that fucked me up because I, whenever they were like, I am, like, he's like, I'm Dracula. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, he's a vampire, nice. but, but he's the vampire. He's the vampire. <laughs> like, even if they didn't outright say he was Dracula, you could probably make the conclusion that he is Dracula because of the three brides yes. and coming from Valachia. Yeah, once he all. said all that stuff, and I was like, oh my God. It's and all the other subtle nods to the original novel. I mean, listen, once he said he was Dracula, I was like, more excited. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. awesome. Okay. Oh, wait, the Got butler it. was named Renfield. I missed that. Oh, is they Renfield? I totally missed that too. I don't remember them saying that. Do I? Remember? They might not have, but it's listed here in, on oh. Wikipedia. So that's super cool. So, yeah, Renfield, you know what? And even if they did say it, I probably heard him was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it just went right over my head. <laughs> Well, that's very cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, realistic aspects, um, taking mm-hmm. a DNA test and meeting a distant relative only for them to be terrible. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I would say, yeah. Meeting a new relative who's like super interested in like meeting you like as soon as possible. I'd be like weird. I'd be like, whoa, but they really were related. Whenever they met, I was like, is he really related? Um, I have like a couple theories about the DNA testing stuff. And, um, I was thinking that Dracula and the family was behind it. Yeah, absolutely. To find, you know, someone that he can marry in that bloodline. And they did it. I thought that that too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That had to be it. So I thought that was very cool. And at first I thought that might not be her relation. It might be like, uh, just like kidnapping a girl or like, you know, something like that, but they, they did end up being related. So that was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, other realistic aspects would be, uh, um, well, I don't know. I think that's the biggest one. Yeah. Just like yeah, with, doing the DNA test. Because and... DNA tests are so popular right now. Oh, I yeah. did one. You did one. Yeah. Yeah. I still get emails from answers, Ancestry DNA that says like, we found like a, a match or whatever. I don't even look. <laughs> like Because there's no like profile pictures half the time. So I'm like, what if? Like, this is your fifth cousin. I'm like, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go out of my way to try to find people. My family is big enough as it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just did it to look at my percentages of my region, mm-hmm. my regions to, to find out just how white just you how are. How white am I really? <laughs> you know what I mean? So very is the answer, mm-hmm. but that's mostly, I feel like a lot of people sometimes do it for those reasons, but then, oh, here's a good realistic aspect. Sam um, would be like doing it for like fun, but then like finding out like, you're related to people or like you're not related to people or like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like oh your parent had an illicit affair and your dad's not really your dad or your mom's not really your mom you know what I mean so like that is yeah that (laughs) which kind of happened in the movie a little bit in a way Mm because the affair um yeah that that can really destroy someone's life (laughs) so use it use it at your own caution use it with caution i mean they've Um, had to put out that statement now is to use these dna kits with your own caution yeah like with discretion yeah yeah it's like you you might not like the results yeah like you don't know what people have buried for like decades that now you can just uncover if two people happen to do ancestor dna Mm-hmm. also the thing is like you have to have done it too um and so you may not find anything you know mm-hmm. you have to have done it so yeah yeah i think that is all i have this week <laughs> yeah um me too dude go uh, go watch this movie it's female yes. written female directed and, and a very starring good, a wonderful lead yeah a very female. good dracula movie oh yeah and a dracula movie yeah yeah really really good stuff and i liked it a lot now i kind of want to watch the other one called invitation the invitation mm-hmm. and the ready or not movie so i can kind of see <clears throat> the differences and stuff yeah 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 excellent well anyway that's all i have i give it an eye that fuck me up we already graded it so watch it you guys yeah cool all right you ready for the outro sam 
I sure am. Right on. Let's wrap it up. So Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is directed by Sam Odie. And today I just want to let everyone know that I still haven't updated the outro. So it's going to be the same as it was last time. I'm sorry. I mean, okay. But what did we learn today, Sam? Did we learn anything? Um, Don't trust the cousin you just met. (gasps) Yeah. Do you think he was like kind of gay or... Did I mean, that vibe? <laughs> he might have been, but I, that's not the reason you shouldn't trust him. <laughs> no, that's not, <laughs> not, that's not, yeah, it's not like that. But like, I was like, maybe he's like a gay guy, but that's why he was so fun and funny. But yeah, don't trust him because he could be just trying to recruit you to be the bride of Dracula. Mm-hmm. You never I really know. Happens. I know when you think you're going to someone else's wedding, but it happens to be your own wedding. <laughs> Oops. Yep. So funny um anyway like what you hear you can find real horror show on spotify tune in google play store stitcher itunes and pandora really really like what you hear follow us on a twitter at horror show pod or search for real horror show on twitter follow us on facebook at real horror show like our page and share our stuff we also have a website and we have an Instagram too. Okay, you guys, I really don't know why I still haven't run that down, but we're mostly on Instagram and we have a TikTok. Yeah. Okay. But also our website, it's realhorrorshow.com. So it's quite, it's quite simple. Okay. Moving on. Um, Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans and not space vampires? You can comment on our website or you can email us. Please email us. That would be cool. We can answer some questions or just like comments or whatever. So our email is realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, if you have a question about whatever, we would love to answer it for you. Yeah. Um, You know what I mean? That would be kind of cool. Want to argue with us? Want to make sure... Oh, wait. Want to argue with us about something you think you have a really great horror movie review review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? I'm sorry, I can't see really well. My eyes are not what they used to be. Um, submissions are open for movie reviews. They always are and they always will be. So uh, we have a submit page on our website. There's a rubric there you can follow. Um, follow it and follow the rules before sending us anything. If you don't follow the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. So if anybody wants to do that can do that um we love horror and if you're listening you do too please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website where you can make a one-time donation via paypal we also have an amazon wish list if you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would so also you can find the buy us a coffee button on our website It's a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy us a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. And finally, sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily, and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. And is there any other pertinent news to share? Not at the moment, I don't think. Yeah, not really. I mean, 99 days until Sam's wedding uh for me i'm still doing school it's march now so it's gonna be we're gonna spring forward with our time soon so daylight savings time is going to end again yeah (laughs) i don't know uh st patrick's day is coming up soon i don't know but uh 
the days are getting longer, you guys. So it's cool. Yeah. Um, our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. And this is a Real Horror Show signing off. Bye. Bye-bye. I love the creepy doll.